This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. And welcome back to another episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. With me, as always, my very good friends and co-hosts, Eric Branson and Ryan Steiskel. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. Good. Just uh... it's November, so it's time to add uh, apple cider to everything. My bur- uh, my bourbon. So. Yeah, that's good. I'm Wait, festive. I've been, I've been doing that. Did I miss something? Because I've been doing that for at least a month at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I finally bought. We finally got apple cider. So it's like yeah. one of those things. That actually is one of my fall go-tos: is bourbon apple cider. It's a oh, it's so incredible good. drink. I usually so. do rum and cider. Um, yeah. I, in fact, when I was handing out candy, because it's been so nice out, I actually sat outside to hand out candy for Halloween last night, and uh, yeah, I had a couple of those while doing it. It made the experience all the more better. Oh, I'm yes. Sure. Yeah, Look at so. all these. I don't know how, around me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how your weather was for ah, weather. I knew we'd get there eventually. I don't know how the weather was for Halloween up there, but it was like absolutely gorgeous here for yep. it was like sixty degrees and it was seventy yeah, degrees was like today. The best so yeah. Halloween. Yeah. So. yeah, it's I, uh, you know, we've been talking like where are these places where, you know, kids can ride around with you know, their bikes on with T shirts on Halloween. Well apparently here this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, was, I can't remember change. a Halloween that warm really in my lifetime, so it was it was nice. Well, two years ago we had snow on the ground. Yeah, so it, it yeah the, varies. The first year we were in this house where we live now, um, my kids were two going on three, and they were out trudging through about six inches of snow. So yeah, it really takes yeah. the fun out of it. But yeah, this has been perfect. So I mean, I mean I'm even recording in the garage again because it's warm enough to do so. I've been yeah, getting so. tornado warnings in October. This is the second time this year that that's ha- that's happened. Yeah. Where it's just like, yep, you got to go down in the basement. Like, you could hear the siren outside the fucking apartment. And I live in fucking, like, like a, near a suburb of Milwaukee. So it's just like, huh, I'm used to this where I used to grow up, but I am not used to this living in the city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the fuck? <laughs> well, since we since we covered, you know, our, our Halloween films, we're kind of continuing that a little bit now into November. The the pick for tonight was one that was kind of inspired by Thanksgiving in a way, or at least that was a connection we put towards it, because it is really one that is uh, not only a movie that I feel kind of symbolizes, you know, a, a good meal, but also maybe something to watch while enjoying your meal. I mean, it was a yeah. it was a combination of things. It's it's that what you just said, uh, a movie made in New Zealand, and a movie <laughs> made uh, by Peter Jackson. Um, That's right. There's a theme this month. Oh, there and is a theme. and a movie that is in bad taste. Uh huh. Because that's <laughs> right. We are tonight. We are watching the 1978 New Zealand science fiction comedy horror film, Bad Taste. Here it was right all along. Get down! 
What's up, Thomas? You go on. I'm gonna go back and stop those fuckers. God, Thomas, put that thing down. Let's get in there and hit the leader. So as Ryan mentioned, you, ben. yeah, uh, I was gonna say uh, as Ryan mentioned, directed by Peter Jackson, who also stars in the film and was also twice. a co-writer. Uh, yeah, yes, in double stars in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Most people do, it seems. <laughs> in this film. Has, has a fight scene with himself. Yeah. So yeah, who loses? <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Uh, also stars uh, Terry Potter, Pete O'Hearn, Mike Minnett, Craig Smith. Ken Hammond, Costa Botis, I believe, and Doug Wren. Yeah. Uh, I hate, hate to be that guy. It, it The Bad Taste is a 1987 film. I think you said 78. Did a little, oh, uh, yeah. No, 87. A little snafu there. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, whoops. Yes, 1987. Um, so, yeah, we, we covered Frighteners, which was uh, Peter Jackson's film, right? Like his first big film that then led to him doing things. Uh, you know, essentially Middle Earth that are, that are very different than from very Bad Taste. different from this. But <laughs> this is his. Uh, is this his first? No, film? I believe his, his second feature film debut, wasn't it? Oh. Is it his second? It's the second film that he made. But I think you're right about it being like a feature because his last though the one that I saw was made. In, I think was made in '78 or '77, and that was like a short film. That was like twenty okay. minutes long. This is the predecessor to the Feebles and yeah. uh, and Brain Dead yeah. or Dead Alive Dead in Alive. the US. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so his yeah. splatter, which are all kind of in the same vein. Yeah, yeah. His, the his, beginning like, of his splatter phase, splatter stick or whatever you want to call what yeah. he does. Like, <laughs> uh, give you a brief synopsis because um, there is actually a plot here, uh, kind Kinda. of. Uh, the plot line sees aliens invade the fictional New Zealand village of Kahero, Kahoro, excuse me, to harvest humans for their intergalactic fast food franchise, where they face off against a four-man paramilitary force. Uh, yeah, That's the boys. What New Zealand has the boys. best to offer. Yeah. <laughs> New Zealand's best. Yep. Yeah. Send in the boys. Even I know I mentioned this when we talked about the frighteners, but. Um, this one also, like from the first scene of the film, it's got that frantic Peter Jackson feel to it. Oh uh, my god! You can see this like what he has... does here. He's going to do in a bunch of his other movies down the line. Like there's a a tape recorder rolling and all this stuff, and just the way it zooms and the camera moves around, it it's definitely not taking itself seriously from the very first shot. Yeah. The way yeah. it's shot, you you know that there's... this isn't something that's going to be. Lots of handheld camera, very frantic pace to everything. Like it's uh, even even when the movie because because it does start with a lot of there are special effects scenes in between, but there's kind of conversation going on between the the boys, all the different in different locations via um, two way radio, and um, yeah, it's it's just the the way he cuts it and the way he shoots the scenes, it gives it a very kind of frantic like up paced feeling to it then. yeah and it gets going right away like oh, it God. starts it out right i don't think it stops <laughs> like, no you breathe it, it once, once it starts it escalates rolling, yeah, uh, it, actually yeah. throughout like it's like falling yeah. down a hill and you really don't get into the alien effects until like the last bit but yeah. right everything in between or everything before it is building up to it um yeah so they, they there's been these there was it the the Astro Investigation and Defense Service of the AIDS. Yes. Um, so they're agents. So there's Ozzy, Barry, Frank, and Derek. Yeah. Very. Can you tell it's a New Zealand? Uh, yeah. So they're they're looking at the disappearance of an entire town. Um. So that's where they bring in the boys, and they find it's been run over by. Yeah. There's these... there's been some UFO. The, the 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 setup is very like loosely set up, but throughout a couple of like drops of information that you get but there's been some ufo activity and then all of a sudden the there's this whole town kind of disappeared off the face of the earth 
and they've been sent in to investigate and really all there all that they have left is these uh you know fast food aliens that are hunkered down in this victorian house in uh yeah, the town of what, Kaharo or Kaharo, however you said it. Yeah, and it's at this point all the aliens are in their human form, but they're all wearing blue jeans and blue denim shirts. Yes, and dumb <laughs> they kind of look like as fuck. Yeah, yes, they are not well adjusted. I don't know if it's just in the human form, but they're definitely not bright. Yeah. Well, they're and called third-rate aliens, even by yeah. like the head guy, which essentially means like low-end workers. Yeah, you mean Lord Crumb is the leader like, of the yeah. lead. Yeah. <laughs> There's a blue collar joke to be made there. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Not at my yeah. expense, but they they made the joke. I don't really want to come after me. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of like uh tongue in cheek kind of poking foot at like fast food industry, the late like labor dynamics between, you know, bosses and the and the labor force and um like everything Peter Jackson does, it's it's got some smart things going on in the subtext, but generally it's just a fun, you know, <laughs> fun and gross uh, out movie. Gross, yeah. The the purpose of the movie is literally just to kind of be gross. But I think, I think it it, it taps into it. He's, he's going to perfect this later, but it, it definitely taps into his ability to make something charming and disgusting at the same time. Like it's still it's still funny, and it's got kind of that like independent spirit of a. Um, you know, kind of a B movie, but it it frankly is kind of a gross movie. Like it, it has the ability. We'll get into like what scene it is that specifically. There are not many movies in this in the world that will actually turn my stomach, and there's a scene in this one that actually gets me pretty good. So yep. But uh, <laughs> I'm in the opposite boat. There was a plethora of fucking scenes that got to my stomach. I can say that like I'm aware of this movie in that like it's kind of like this badge of honor for certain cinephiles. It's just like bad taste, yeah. Like I've seen it just post around by certain people on Facebook and so forth, but I can tell you, um, this isn't a badge that I needed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine not being part of whatever club that is. Like what, was this a first it. time viewing for you, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I was aware of it. Like I knew and, and last. Prior, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it will be last. It's just like, nah, I'm good. I don't need more of this. I would like to be able to eat chicken again, but for the next few weeks, maybe it's, month, yeah. I'm there's going to be some vegetarian dishes. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Eric? Because was... of inflation, but yeah, Eric. What about yeah. you? Was I know this wasn't I, the first time you'd seen it. I have seen it a couple of times. It's been it's been quite a while. Um. This is what I saw in like probably the, the the perfect setting, honestly. But like I saw amongst friends and and drinks and who knows what else. Like um, you know, just so it was. Um, I'm not sure I have ever sat down and like watched it the way I watched it this time. So like actually like you know sat down and concentrated on it. But I have seen it a couple times before and and enjoyed it all, all, all three times. It just yeah, it's it's it is what it is. It's it's a gory, gross out movie. I mean that's that's the gag that you know, just pushing those scenes to kind of like the nth degree. And, um, yeah. yeah. So, well, I think the, first and it works. Time... It's, it's definitely funny in places. Like there's some fun, the characters are kind of ridiculous and it's, yeah. it, you know, it's got, yeah. Like the, we pointed I... out, there's some satire there and, but yeah, the, oh, it's, the main it's pretty cartoony. Very. Actually. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and that, that which and, adds to the fun. And I, yeah. I first saw this, I think in college, um, and I had seen Dead Alive or Brain Dead uh, when I was in high school, and I went and saw Frighteners and stuff. And then when I think I was watching a behind-the-scenes thing for Lord of the Rings right after the first one came out, and I remember part of the behind-the-scenes thing had Elijah Wood going through like a blockbuster video, grabbing all of the Peter Jackson movies and talking about them. And he mentioned Bad Taste. And he mentioned Meet the Feebles. And so then I mm -hmm. had to go track those down. Um, and so I yeah I remember seeing this in in college but yeah like you said Eric I don't think I really like paid a lot of attention to it when it was on I was like I'm watching this but doing other things um, hmm. or talking to other people or something so this was the first time in a very long time I really sat down to intensely watch this one and uh, <laughs> intense is the right word uh, but yeah it's it really I like how you worded that it it really it's actually one of my notes too is that it really has this intense energy that blends it being you know such a this bizarre combination of nauseating and charming uh yeah because you can tell they're having a lot of fun making it 
Yeah, and yeah. and because the, you know, the the agents are so goofy. I mean, even the little details, like when Peter Jackson's playing the character of Derek, who's kind of this nerdy guy, um, he's got like spittle coming off of his lip here and there, and it's just those oh, little yeah. details they, are they kind they of make like it like everything they gross. possibly can to make everything gross. Like the yeah, he's spit, yeah. like a spit hanging off of his face, snot at some point, and like yeah, it just yeah. On the no, on Peter Jackson being Derek, mind you. Um, <clears throat> this is before, like, when I was watching the movie in the beginning, he's Derek, and I'm like, I know that this is Peter Jackson. That much I knew, but this doesn't look like Peter Jackson. In fact, the guy that's dangling off the rope in this scene looks like Peter Jackson. That's when I realized that it was also Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that was the same scene for um, me. I was like, that, that's Peter Jackson, but... Oh my this god, he's other fighting dude. himself in this scene, and it yeah. actually looks really but good. It, he <laughs> I had, just I had looks pegged... so weird without facial hair, yeah. and not yeah. only that, without the facial hair, I've now noticed his teeth, and what a ride. Yeah. Like, I've never <laughs> seen a person with, like, like a weird indent, and in terms of just, like, you see the teeth just, like, they're doing their own wave, yeah. almost, <laughs> like a proud wave. And it's yeah. just like fascinating, fascinating. And that's not the grossest thing. You need a thing. beard, <laughs> like yeah. He, uh, yeah, I, that actually threw me off the first time I saw it because I knew Peter Jackson was in the movie, and I was like, obviously this this character of Robert, the alien kind of brainless alien henchman, uh, that's obviously him. It looks like him. He's got the beard and the hair and everything. Um, and you see Derek first, and I'm like, I think that might be Peter Jackson. Kind of looks like him. Kind of looks um, like a discount a... Eric Idols or whatever. Yeah, 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 kind of. And then then I see the other guy. I'm like, oh no, wait, I must have gotten that wrong. That's Peter Jackson because I reckon. And then later I find it, you know, find out like looking at the credits, I'm like, oh, I was right both times. Like yep. it yeah. actually is both of them. So yeah, now I, I learned that the first time I saw it, and then yeah, going in this time, I was already aware. But yeah, it's it's crazy. He. Played both of these parts and shot the footage months apart so that he could grow the beard and be like a different character. <laughs> but I think he would have done together. it in reverse, just have yeah. the beard and then. Or maybe they did it reverse. Yeah, but I'm not sure. But yeah, there the, were months between the the, um, the way it's cut though is really well done. Yeah, I mean, who you wouldn't be able to tell? Yeah, it's yeah, and yeah, the even the beginning with the uh, the axe where you got the one alien that's got the uh, the axe coming after him. Mm-hmm. And the way that whole scene, it's like the slowest axe murderer chase ever. <laughs> oh my god. And that's the thing, like the pacing but, of some of this stuff is just really hilarious. The gore effects, they. I found it painful. Very <laughs> like, early on, you're like, oh, this is the kind of gore that we're going to have in this. It's going to be really over the top, a lot of blood splatter yeah, and spraying. It's, and... it's cartoon gore. And everything, he, you know, he made three films that are all sufficiently gory. Like, and. Um, this this one kind of sets the stage for those, but all of them have that in common, that it, it is just this, like, cartoonish level of splatter. Um, there's nothing realistic about it. There's nothing... Um, it, it's it's unrealistic to the point where it's it, it exists to be gross beyond what, what you can, you know... If you've, unfortunately, you know, if you have ever seen, you know, real-life viscera so it's you yeah. know, an accident scene something along those lines this is not that this is some you know a major cartoon i i think people misunderstand gory movies sometimes that most of most gory films are not there to be realistic because i'm not sure anybody wants to see that exact thing i can i can I can tell you, as a person sensitive to the gore, that when he's shoving what is clearly just raw chicken meat, <laughs> like just head. regardless, like just shoving it and it's overfilling the skull and he's still trying to push it down. I'm like, I don't care that that's fake. That's still just a gross concept. Yep. <laughs> yeah, still and that's the thing. It just like freaks me out. Right. Yeah. It, it it's just like everything's pushed to the nth degree. Like you know the even oh, like God. the. <laughs> What is the, the the gun blast that blows off half of that thing's head and it's just kind of like squirting blood and like yeah like there's a hose with a pump on it I'm sure that's exactly what it what it was but uh, the communal yeah. fucking vomit dish at one point yeah yeah, yeah well, we well, get, get gonna... to that but yeah what you were talking about with we Derek, will I know Derek you guys has are, the head but... has the head injury and uh, oh yeah, yeah he's a complete runner when he do- gets it <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
as Ryan was talking about, a piece of his brain literally breaks out of his skull, and uh, when he wakes up, the way he like salvages himself, he can't move really, and he's kind of feeling around, and he picks up the chunk of his brain and like inserts it back into the hole in his skull, and then kind of closes his skull. I'm doing motions here, like anyone can see me, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure any neurologist back up. watching this is just losing Perhaps. their fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's all I have to do, maybe. right? But what it makes use, for, like, it is... makes for a hil- hilariously disgusting visual. Like it just like. I mean, it would, and I don't know, for somebody that doesn't have a taste for it, hilariously disgusting might not be a thing that computes, but, like, yeah, for me, it's, like, I, I'm kind of giggling at it at the same time as being, like, yeah, that's that's fucking gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, but it's it's, it's such a, it, it becomes a good running gag that they don't overuse, yeah. but there's a few no, other times. It definitely times becomes a, a running gag, emphasis on the gag part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. But, like, they go back to it a few times where he's, like, pushing stuff in and, yeah, eventually they 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 find the the mansion where all the aliens are kind of nesting or whatever. Um, I don't know how you describe, it, or they're all communing. Um, and yeah, there's you know, they find a house. Aliens base in that of one operations. House, yeah. 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 It's like it's almost like these... a house party of aliens. Like, yeah, and they find all these big bloody cardboard boxes, and they realize that that's when they put together like the uh, these aliens are harvesting humans into just grinding them up into meat and then they're taking them to their you know, intergalactic fast, fast food, food. Yeah. company because mm-hmm. um, you know humans have, have become a delicacy uh, in, in the cosmos so but there's a couple of, like when a few of them is it Frank, Ozzy, and Barry I'm trying to remember which two go into the one room and they find blood all over the floor and they grab a mop and they start cleaning it up <laughs> Um, I think that's Ozzy and Frank, Frank or Ozzy and Barry. I yeah, I can't. Obviously, it's not Derek. Derek's got his yeah. own trajectory throughout. Here, here's like, my thing with that. Here's my thing with that. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> no, it's okay. I know this is a low budget film, and so part of me is just like they reuse the same meat yeah. for days. <laughs> like that's the problem that I have. Where it's just like, oh, you can tell that it's fake. Yeah, that's not the problem. The problem is I know the practicality of a budget this low. <laughs> and I know that there is a fucking smell. And yep. it's just, oh my god. <laughs> like, I can. Uh, it's just, it's just, oh my god. It's just chicken meat. Just like fucking thighs. Just covered in blood and shit. It's just like... But like Joe said, they use the fucking mop. And I'm like, oh man, at least a Swiffer. But it's the why even mop it? It's not like they created the it's blood. They wet. were just they walk in and there's they they slip on it and they're like, oh, you better clean this up. Oh, this <laughs> is <a> hazard. <laughs> yeah. And then was like the well, comedy's like, yep. slip on this stuff. That's just the line like, up oh, the old magic's still there. <laughs> just like there's some really strange lines. Like my this... favorite though is, I'm a Derek. Derek's don't run. <laughs> <laughs> there's I will say despite my feeling on this movie. There is some good quips. I did chuckle a lot and at parts. Oh, there. Yeah, like, the characters are funny. Like, there's some. Yeah. Oh, and like it is. It is funny. Derek is the funniest in terms of like the circumstances. Like him in the fucking car with the Beatles cut out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. The Beatles. Some... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, does this technically make this the strangest Beatles movie out of all of them? Like this is. But a, it was. Yeah, so. It was reused a couple times, like perfectly, like where there's that blood smear on the windshield, and you just see Paul shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the the face that Paul McCartney is making in that. Yeah, cut oh, out with the blood smears. Fantastic. It's, uh, <laughs> what the Sergeant Pepper band yeah, outfits yeah. at their end. Yeah, yep. it's just like mm, this is not the White Album. No, I don't know where they found the Beatles car, but it was an inspired decision to get it involved in this movie. Like that's. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure Jackson still has it somewhere, but oh yeah. my god! Probably, but there are his vehicle, but <laughs> there yeah. are some just funny bits to this. Like um, all about D- Doug Wren as Lord Crumb, I think, is a highlight of this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like a good. He does a good job playing the big bad in this. Uh, well, he's played by so. three people. He's voiced by one person. He's yeah, human yeah, forms another actor, and then the, there's a, a third actor in the cost in the 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 alien form. No, sorry. Yeah, the person I'm thinking of is probably uh, Peter 
Vera Jones as the the voice actor. Yeah, I, I misread. Yeah, so. I mean the, it's a good combo. The, the the dude who's the physical human form actor is, and that would be Doug Wren. I think the human, yeah, yeah. the older, Rightly the older creepy. human man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, you. you good point. <laughs> Guy drink. Yeah, drinking the puke. So yeah, yeah. let's so. talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like, we led so up to it. You, you find out that that was the introduction the, uh... to the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the way when you find out that the aliens are having this big meeting and you learn what's going on, they have this little communal meal where all of the aliens or a bunch of them vomit into a bowl. Uh, I know Robert's the main one. It's that mostly Robert, Robert. Yeah, it's mainly Robert. It, it's it mainly really the director-writer of this it, film. It's it, a good it, metaphor. It really just looks <laughs> like like really soggy cereal. Like I don't know, it, it's or green. Something. It looks like Greenish, all green like, Apple Jacks, just regurgitated. Yeah, yeah yep. like really wet, where it gets really soggy to the point, like yeah, it's kind of soupy it's it's 95 percent soggy green apple jacks and five percent chunks like, of chewed up apple yeah <laughs> like, and they all they all yeah. pass the ball around and, and slurp it up including and the uh, best the best part of it which makes it, it it's it's really a gross scene but the thing that makes it humorous <laughs> is the fact that and I, i'm having trouble remembering who's who too i think it's uh, frank ozzy is it or no, it's Frank. Ozzy's Frank. the, Ozzy's like the headbanger guy, right? So that makes yeah. sense. Ozzy. Yeah. Frank yeah. is the one who's uh, in the group. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pretending to be it's an Frank. alien, and yeah. yeah, they pass him the bowl, and he's all nauseated, and he drinks it, and he goes, "Oh, it's not bad." <laughs> he starts <laughs> and then tries more. to take another drink. <laughs> the part that like it got breaks me the tension with... pretty nicely. It really too. does. The part uh, that got me though is where um, Lord Crumb, uh, played by Doug. Yeah, it says, "Ooh, I got a chunky bit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I didn't need that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the every, scene that they, makes me. They play it up time. like it's it's just this gross looking stuff, and you just saw him vomit it into this bowl, and everybody's drinking it, and then there's slurping sounds, and they, yeah, the chunky Chugging bit, even. and yeah, <laughs> like... it's. Yeah. Like it's, I just that, got back. That's like, the one I mentioned a scene that'll still get me. That's that's the scene. I don't know. It has something to do with the vomit versus the viscera. The the blood and guts don't seem to bother me as much as the that that one gets me a little bit, but I don't know what I could still I laugh think, at it. Like, <laughs> like last week I was just sick. <laughs> like I got whatever's going around and it's it's just the majority of it is just all mucus based. Just chunky mm. mucus. And I've already had my own story that I've shared. But like the idea of them just like eating the vomit is just like mmm. Yeah, this is matching. Yeah, yeah, and I'm guess what's right in my fucking now. throat right now? <laughs> Cereal. Yeah, that's what oh, I want. A mixture. Yeah, <laughs> that that is that might be to this point of the movie the grossest scene they have, and then it continues. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, you know, here's the thing: every '80s famous movie has a serial tie-in. Bad taste should they have, one, have one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just super soggy Apple Jacks. So. It looks like Nickelodeon <laughs> slime. Just call it Lord Crumbs. Like, Lord Crumbs chunks. Green. Mm. yeah crumbs chunks yeah crumbs chunks yeah it just it, on double dare if you just tilted the camera up far enough you would just find peter jackson vomiting on top of everybody it's all it is is peter jackson yeah. vomit and <laughs> <laughs> just you just see a bunch yeah. of fucking green apple jacks and just <laughs> enjoy yeah. works with any milk expired or not <laughs> oh god yeah let's yeah. move forward <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to focus on that some more. Onward. I gotta drink some more ginger there's ale. A, yeah. Like there's not enough bourbon in my life right now. I feel like uh, one of the things that Peter Jackson does like beautifully in in these move early movies is I know that people have used that the term splatter stick to describe you know Evil Dead Two and some other '80s horror films. I feel like that That's term was kind of invented to describe Peter Jackson's movie because it. It really is those two things. Like it's that gross out, but it's to the point of slapstick. Like it's it's just silly to you know silliness. Throw in like a even slip sound even effect. Sam Raimi's stuff. Yeah. I don't think yeah quite gets to the level no. that Peter Jackson kind of nails that. So I think that's I, that I'll, I'll fight in... that one. But we're, we're... well, I mean, <laughs> no, it, 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 no, I think Sam Raimi's does it well as well. But yeah, yeah. it's a this gets grouped in a lot of this the Peter Jackson splatter films and Sam Raimi stuff. It gets grouped in with older 
films that were considered this that were thought of as the same level of grotesque back in the day, like a lot of Herschel Gordon Lewis movies. Yeah, and yeah. to a lesser extent Corman, but definitely more Lewis. And yeah, yeah the more you, ex- the more extreme. I mean, if you've seen yeah. an H.G. Lewis movie, is it really extreme? Because of <laughs> it, it's got that's kind of the same thing. This the silliness that's in this kind of stuff. Right. So. Yeah, and and it's they're not as gory as this and then when you look at peter jackson's next two films like meet the feebles and then ultimately bad taste bad taste not bad taste i mean uh, uh, uh brain dead. brain dead yeah dead alive dead yeah alive. that that i think ramps it up even more <laughs> yeah with the gore yep. and the slapstick that that still might be the goriest film i've ever seen but this is it, this is it really very possibly there. is and that but that ramps up both sides of it it ramps up the comedy and the I mean, yeah it just some of those are just like comedy bits played off with body parts and viscera like it's Someday we should do that one too. Yeah, a lot that'd be fun, that'd but. be a good one. Um, there's also a hell of a gunfight in this. Movie yeah, <laughs> that just goes lots on of and machine on guns on. for a movie made for twenty five thousand dollars. Like this is a uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh they God. stage a yeah kind of a um, invasion of the of the mansion. Although they've just broken out of it and then they come back to, they're kind of escaping and have this kind of lapse of conscious. Like oh, we got to go back and. Act, you know, kill all these aliens because they're killing off the, the humans. We can't let them get away with it, kind of thing. And they rally and go back and kind of break back into the mansion. And it yeah. is the yeah. longest, fast-paced let. Yep, this is where I get critical. A boring shootout that I yeah, fucking it's just ever it's fucking the same dealt effect with. Every time, it's oh it's my a lot god. Of, yeah. There are some like, funny bits. Slow machine gun and then... Yeah, but like. not enough. I did like the part where he's like... Where there's one guy he's getting shot at and he realizes he's getting shot at from a tree. And he just keeps dodging every attack. Like, just rolling on the ground back, like, left and right. And then lifts up his legs one time. I got a chuckle. Shoots the tree. Takes cover. And then just periodically not all at once but just the guys that were in the tree apparently were falling down it wasn't one shooter but like 10 yeah. or some shit yeah, and they, they just, just slowly keep... fall out and like, this out like, like out birds out of the sky <laughs> yeah but this is where this is a good time for me to mention like this movie is an hour and 31 minutes and mm-hmm. this movie moves at such a breakneck speed but somehow it just feels like a drag like, for me, it just felt like it was Dragon. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> like, how is it, this bit? I think it's like any time it was the scene with any of the other uh, members of AIDS. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, that I was just like, my brain was just disconnected. And it's like, I can't. Like, I, I like these these guys aren't interested enough for what, everything else that's going on in this movie. Derek is a fucking weird riot. Yeah, um, the yeah. aliens themselves are just kooky insane. Like I love their little bit where they're like all grabbing hammers, and one grabs like the tiniest fucking hammer because yeah. for some reason they need <laughs> to have it. hammers as a weapon. <laughs> I- I'm getting a kick out of them, but something about the the other fucking guys, I'm like, I don't give a rat's ass anything about you. Like, and there's there there's more scenes of those guys than I realize, and I'm just I really don't care. Like my brain yeah, is actively like trying yeah, to find an escape i think it might be telling that we have trouble remembering which character is which because it's kind of uh which is weird because yeah. they reused the same actors <laughs> like, yeah they, got, <laughs> right. they all got dual roles <laughs> um yeah I, I i can agree with that a little bit that it, towards the beginning of the third act of the movie when they come back you know to invade the the, the gunfight goes on a little long it could have been shorter um yeah I think there's a. It's not like just the some... gunfight for me. It's it's most of the movie, but yeah, the gunfight <laughs> for sure is where it was the most like obvious. But the gunfight also had funny bits in it, so it also it like... did. Yeah, and there's so funny bits like... sprinkled throughout. But yeah, there is some, some pacing uh, issues where it goes. It it tends to to go 100 miles an hour, and then slow, all of a sudden there's this period of a scene that just seems like it takes a really long time to get it get accomplished what it's doing. Um, you know, being a debut a debut uh, feature film, it's you know there there are some a certain amount that I think is excusable, but there are some pacing issues. I think. Um, I mean, I also I also agree with you that it, it might be a few minutes overly long. Like I did, I don't know if it needed to be quite 
the full hour and a half. I mean, I, I know really it, independent yeah. filmmakers really shoot for that because of festivals and such. You want to make that 90 minute mark. Some people pad movies a little bit like this could have played at 80 minutes and been a little tighter, but I think uh, what it also makes it difficult that you have to adjust to a New Zealand accent for certain <laughs> characters. It's just a lot thicker. And then they're right. also kind of trying to deliver their character in a way like their yeah. characteristics um which are already characteristics that are just just generic as fuck and it's the audio's recorded clearly from the camera that they're shooting with <laughs> like i it's like mm. at a weird distance it's hard to understand i don't there's, care there's about quite the a character. bit of, of what they call adr in there i mean not just lord yeah. Crumb, but i think there's some other lines in there that are re-recorded uh audio yeah. so like even if it's the actors themselves doing it but it's it's awkward. It's, audio, it's, like... There's a lot of trying to adjust to it, mm-hmm. and uh, on top of like, it's one of those things that, like, for me personally, I, I like just to be honest, it's just like it was one of like, yep, this is definitely shot by a group of friends type movie. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it, yeah. Uh, and I and, think that adds some to the charm parts, of it. There's a charm to it, but at the same degree, if I'm being honest, there's also a painful obviousness. Like, yeah. there's certain points where I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I yeah. need this to I need this to go away quick. Oh, this is the scene that's going to drag with this this level of, of energy. Oh god. <laughs> like, but, you know, it's still at. amazing that they did this on $25,000. You guys yeah. you keep being as positive and nice it, as you want It's really amazing. I mean, because I was just going <laughs> to mention, it's around this time in the film that the aliens all turn into their true form. Yes. So you yes. see what the aliens look like, like and in the last twenty minutes. Even if they only made long movie. like, yeah. even if they only made five or six of those costumes, and all of the gore effects, and you know the the, the chicken budget, and everything else, <laughs> and there's miniatures. They blow up a miniature house. Yeah, like, like twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> this is definitely like people are putting some love into this. Oh yeah. It's not Ryan, but people are putting so well. It's it's definitely a labor hey, you of know love. what? I mean, as movies like this are, I didn't sure. expect to love Rockula as much as I fucking did. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm sorry a... that bad taste was in bad taste for me. It well, just wasn't no, no, my no. flavor. All right, but I, I but I'm not denying the... that there isn't some bits yeah. that I I yeah. didn't legitimately the... enjoy. There is some fun comedy, and it's just too long of a movie and not enough of those bits for me yeah because i'm thinking back to it going like this was kind of a drag <laughs> which is weird because it goes so, so quick but yeah the, those... it, it, it's some of its better points it's kind of like kind of like trailer park boys versus aliens that that kind yeah. of like those moments uh, are good but i don't think they did enough like the writing with the the kind of character work with the actual alien hunters the aids guys are it's not quite there yeah like, it's not quite it, ne- it needs a little bit more work because it could have been really funny because they had moments that it was great like, right Derek is but, the mo- the uh, one that sticks out the most yeah yeah and that's where it's at, like that's where it's like Derek is memorable mm-hmm. which is weird because Derek when you, I think if you look back at it he's not really in the majority of the film. He frequently has a head yeah. issue and he falls out, but, and then they go back to the but, other characters. But he steals the scene in every every he, every part time. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, Peter know, knew what he was doing, and I don't mind the straight man um, who is. Hold on for a second. Give me one brief moment. I have to switch to a tab. Um, Barry, played by uh, Pete O'Hare. Hare? Yeah. Hare? Mm-hmm. I, I don't so. know. Pete Peter O'Hearn. Maybe. O'Hearn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, former. I, I guess he he passed away like years ago, but. He works as, like, you know, a straight man type. Like, uh, it's the other two guys. It's Ozzy and Frank that just, I don't care. <laughs> like, I yeah. really don't care anything about them. It's, it they're drives not unique the plot enough. It, of the plot yeah. that's here, it, it drives it. I mean, they're there for that, but... They're, that's the weird part. They're supposed to be there to drive it, and that's where I'm just disconnected yeah. the most. I'm like, this is not a good combo. Because legitimately, but they seem disinterested, their characters seem disinterested as well. So I'm just like, yeah. Uh, I did want to mention. Once I get into SWAT gear, good luck trying to tell yeah. who's who. I, I did so... want to mention the uh, the aliens' designs. 
Because oh, they're yeah. pretty funny. I mean, their their big butts are hanging out. They've got <laughs> big these giant fucking heads. bony asses. Yeah, big bony asses. <laughs> big butts break through, <laughs> sticking out of their pants. Or like the, their asses are so bony that it's actually ripped through the pants when they transform. The, they just make yeah. the pants like assless chaps. That's all they did to the pants. At that point. <laughs> and there's not really much of like a transformation scene. Oh no, not really. I will. It's I will say like... about that fucking design. I've seen this head, like, on promotional materials, but I've never seen the eyes. But in the movie, you do see a real person's fucking eyes, and I will say, as simplistic as that is, I did really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I did, like, this yeah. is unnerving in a great way. <laughs> like, this beady-eyed fucking alien with a massive head and fucking huge-ass belly they, they, they look kind of like your, your stereotypical alien greys. But really, really fat, <laughs> and like yeah, yeah, like they like have that one weird waddly disease, like got, a mask, like the movie The Mask, yeah, not with got, Jim Carrey, but the other one. Yeah, yeah. With, they've yeah. got like this waddles <laughs> hanging down, and their yeah. hands are big and craggly and stuff. It's it's really, I don't. Know, I thought it was a pretty hilarious design, and it. The, they're not. The they're mouth. not. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely the not made for combat. We should say yeah. Like yeah. It's so. Uh... They're not a vicious, like, warlike alien race. They're definitely yeah. the, the, the fast food conglomerate type aliens. Like. I would say turning into their real form was a real disadvantage. Yes. yes. <laughs> not a great uh, strategic uh, tactic. But, no, uh, no. so you're, the other AIDS agents escape, but yep. Derek is left in the house, and the house then becomes a ship. And yep. it launches Spaceship, up. Yeah. So he's on there with his chainsaw. Forgot to mention that he grabbed a chainsaw out of his car. Oh yeah, chainsaw third. Yeah, end of the practically malcomed on. He it. is chainsawing through everything. Yeah, I like the. I like how he enters the house in the first place. He chainsaws through it. <laughs> it's a perfect cut perfect. out of Derek with a chainsaw. Like, <laughs> Again, like it's like Peter Jackson saved the best bits for his specific character. Oh yeah, <laughs> both of them. Because yeah. even Robert, out of all the fucking aliens, was like oh, yeah. the one with the, the one most character. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus, well, he slits Peter. his own throat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's oh just a gosh. bunch of weird shit like that. But what's <laughs> yeah? I forgot my... about the slits his own throat. He's doing like a mimicking of yeah, you like, know, I'm gonna get we're you gonna kill rat. you kind of thing, and yeah. then like actually cuts his throat. Like, uh, but yeah. the uh, as the ship goes up into space with Derek still on board, he goes after Lord Crumb. In one of the best kills <laughs> of the entire movie, where he chainsaws through his head and out of his ass. Chainsaws he... through him by diving from the second story, chainsaw first <laughs> into his head. Proclaims, and breaks the fourth I wall. Born this this again. is one of yes. breaks the fourth wall. I'm born again. <laughs> this is uh one of those things that I find almost almost hard to describe to somebody like it's hard to put into words what exactly happens in this scene like it just has to be seen to believe or not seen if it's not your thing but like you know you kind of have to see it to even see what that looks like because can you imagine somebody doing like a dive with with a chainsaw and sawing through somebody and out of their you know wreck yeah. yes. whatever bottom side <laughs> Again. Yeah. but i guess if it's a, a giant so. alien head because they're pretty big i mean the aliens yeah, and their true yeah. forms are pretty large so it's you got you got some surface area there to work with i'm not sure about the weight distribution but yeah i mean <laughs> it, it works um yeah but yeah and then yeah uh, he drops the one-liner at the end I'm yeah born again, I'm born again so. but it's that fourth wall break i just was like holy shit <laughs> they, they even packed one of those into this and yeah. then he um you see the the end of the movie is derek you know, it's calling in on his that, way. Yeah, yeah, he's on his way to the, the 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 aliens planet, but he's wearing Lord Crumb's skin <laughs> as a disguise. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Like, not the disguise part, the the, the ship in space, which is just the house. That's when you mentioned that they made yeah. a model of this house, and it yep. is just floating in a black void. And I like what it shows. The picture of planet Earth, and I mean that literally. There, it's you can clearly see that it is a cutout photo yep. of planet Earth and Jupiter <laughs> at one point, 
And you can tell because for some reason the perfect spherical shape has a corner in a few spots yep. <laughs> where it was wrapped around something. And it just they're just doing that. And there was a fun element of that as they're twisting that around. Uh, but my God. <laughs> like, $25,000. We're not in Kansas $25, anymore. $25,000. That way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, an hour and a half of bliss. So, yeah. For that's, some. I mean, I spent... <laughs> I spent almost this amount of money on uh, the, the you know, total on the, the films I made in college, so it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. didn't get anything anything half this uh, fun. And you weren't using enough so chicken like, meat, Eric. That's your problem. I guess not. Yeah, you gotta get Peter Jackson. We're doing ground beef and stuffing cantaloupes full of ground beef, but that's. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If someone wants to stuff anyway. a cantaloupe full of raw, like, chicken thighs, like, boneless <laughs> chicken thighs, like, and then just proclaim it as their, like, bad taste he, Thanksgiving offering. It's using the wrong meat. That's, uh... <laughs> God. But it's it's amazing. This actually was met with pretty decent reviews. Um, yeah. Because I think, obviously, the people that were going to see it willingly... Um, knew what they were getting into, and there's something you would have wanted to go see. Uh, not it's, like you know you were forced to watch it on a podcast kind of a thing. It is I definitely mean, it we say this a is. lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. say this about a lot of movies, but this is definitely one of those that is not for everybody. This is a certain no. a certain crowd. <laughs> like you could not just go show this movie to any group of your friends or whatever. But if you know if you're into this this kind of thing, uh, you know, I don't. I don't even know what this kind of thing is prior to this era. Like they kind of invented this I endurance think, challenge. Like That's what this is. <laughs> yeah, but but it's certainly a comedy. But at the same time, it's got a lot of you know hardcore horror aspects, like because of the you know, the gore and whatever. But uh, without the seriousness of any of that um, that may have preceded it in in you know gory movies. So it's like a very like light and fun, disgusting horrific gory movie i don't know so uh something that was kind of all its own brand at the time i think when it came out but yeah yeah but uh was followed up as we mentioned with his other two uh splatter stick films meet the feebles uh which we'll be talking about soon and uh also uh than Dead Alive, which we mentioned. So, and then he just yeah. kind of stopped doing those. I would love to see him come back and do something like this again, especially. I think with it'd be fun for budget. him with, yeah, to do something like this again. And I don't think it would be like this necessarily, but just something a little more towards you know his roots. I think it would be fun to see him do something like that. But you know, like we add talked some about raw the... chicken to the Lord of the Rings extended, yeah. extended edition. Meats back on the menu. <laughs> yeah, um, meats back on the menu, edition, boys. But... That's that's what that meant. That's what the edition would be called. Yeah, that's what the Hobbit trilogy was missing. Yeah, a, a yeah. trilogy that's entirely about orcs and it's just suit them like mutilating people. There you go. But being funny. Who knows? At the same time, so. Who knows? After like the tra- the trauma he received from trying to be forced to direct the Hobbit films and save all of New Zealand's cinematic uh, qualities and economy at that point, uh, maybe he just like fuck it. I lost my mind. I'm gonna go back to make Bad Taste Two: The Return of Derek. You know, I, I, <laughs> like, would, I would love right to now see he's him revolutionizing the recording industry. So that's yeah. Uh, yeah. What he's up to these days. Well, you know, <laughs> when we talked about the Frighteners, we mentioned how Peter Jackson has sort of been the next generation's George Lucas, right? Yeah. And if absolutely. you look at how George Lucas started, um, it was more intense sci-fi. You know, like L- less vomit eating a little in, bit in yeah i mean i mean i think about american graffiti when i think of george <laughs> lucas i don't know about you guys i was thinking, <laughs> I think of american graffiti when I think of vomit eating but it's um, yeah, i was thinking something like thx um <laughs> yeah, yeah you know which yeah so and a lot of a lot of really famous directors uh you know start out in in horror you know look at james almost Gunn. Look at almost Steven Spielberg. All of them. Yeah. It's almost unanimous. Like if you yeah. really look at it, and it's it just because it's what sells it. What it's what gets people's attention. I think is is a big is a big part of that. Uh, but also that entire generation of people grew up with monster movies. I mean, that's their thing in the forties and fifties, and you know when that's, they were little kids. Yeah, that's like, what's gonna. Yeah. That's what gets you to 
want to make movies i think is i is think i think horror. horror movies what it is is like we'll give you money to make whatever the fuck you want we don't really care yeah i think that's what it is there's a bunch of creative freedom in horror movies <laughs> like no, yeah they're gonna get a budget well and i think a lot of it is effects driven um and yeah. i'm not just speaking from like personal experience but that's what got me into movies but you know was mm-hmm. effects um you know nobody no little kid is gonna watch you know Cary Grant and some shit and be like that's what I want to do I want to make movies no they're gonna watch splatter films or bad you know for, sorry for with, all the with, people out there who watch Cary Grant and that and is exactly like, that, that's what they how it happened. <laughs> but you don't hear about many you know when you those when people you don't at, exist <laughs> yeah, when you when you look we at, all watch the the monsters and the yeah. I mean people yeah. forget that outside of Spider-Man yes Sam Raimi also made non-horror films like he even did some dramas so okay. And, and Dark Man. Simple and Plan. He made westerns. Uh, Quick and the Dead. Um, what, yep. The uh, uh, what was the Zena, baseball the movie Warrior he did? Princess. Oh, uh, is it for the love of the game? The love of the game. Yeah. 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 He did. You know, he he's he did serious films. Peter Jackson clearly has done that too. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's neat to see how they. This is the type of genre that that inspires a lot of people, and since this was Peter Jackson's first, and you compare this to. Who would have thought that the guy who made this was going to go then make Lord of the Rings and then do all the stuff for recording and, you know, Weta? I'm I'm positive the person who first read that Peter Jackson was going to do Lord of the Rings and, like, the guy who did Bad Taste, oh, this is not going to be good. I remember there being a lot of pushback. Even after he'd done Heavenly Creatures and the Frighteners and all that stuff, people still like, oh, this is the wrong person. Look at all this this garbage. His filmography's garbage. And, um... I don't know. I I, I kind of like that he proved everybody wrong on that. Like, oh yeah, you know, just because you have a history in in you know horror cinema or, or whatever this is. I don't even sure this is horror cinema. This is something you know its own, all on its own. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I people wanted to write him off, and yeah, he's definitely. I do think that you know George Lucas of our generation thing that we were talking about is not too far fetched. I think he's no. definitely somebody that's been on the cusp of it, and I think that's what this this movie is. This movie's a bunch of guys that got together and are you know doing all these sight gags, but it, but it, it it's pure creativity. I mean, it's just putting together these these special effects, and yeah, the 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 goal is to gross everybody out. But I mean, they pulled off a lot of stuff here. I mean, <laughs> but has pretty... George Lucas ever starred in his own film? Not only that, shave off his beard and fight his bearded self <laughs> no i think not because i've seen the images of george lucas fan made without his beard and i will say it's up there with uh the brain chicken meat yeah <laughs> yes. well an appearance on that note and... on that note i was gonna say why don't we uh wrap this up and talk a little bit about final grades and final thoughts uh eric let's start with you we're gonna sandwich uh, this <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> I'm bad me. taste is bad taste is uh, an interesting movie because it's a bit of a holy grail for um, well at least it was in the era era before streaming of cult movies to kind of track down and e- this is even in the like l- the lead up to Lord of the Rings and even just posts you know after Peter Jackson was kind of a household name. Uh, tracking down a copy of this wasn't always the easiest thing in the world. If you got to like a big city, and you got to remember, we grew up in like this little farm town in the middle of nowhere. So, if you got into a bigger city into like a blockbuster video, you that you might be able to find a copy of this. So, I'm sure it wasn't truly rare, but if to you me, lived it felt... in an area where like you know for a fact that there's a road that smells like cow shit for five minutes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to find yeah. this movie. Yeah, so when I finally got my hands on a copy of this, it felt a little bit like a like, oh my god, this movie that I've heard so much about, and I finally get to watch it. So I'll admit that there's a bias built in there that you know, you had heard the legends, and you finally got to kind of live through bad taste, and and I think Ryan would agree that that's a good way to put it. Um, but yeah. it's it's uh, I, don't I kept know, I, my I found... lunch down for bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find it to be a highly enjoyable, although flawed movie. Like it's it's got it's got debut feature flaws all over it. Like it's got some pacing issues. There's some points where you you could tell you're working with a twenty five thousand dollar budget here. You're not. These aren't professional actors. These are buddies, all kind of doing their thing. And uh, but I think what they do is they really pull off um, something unique. And that's totally New Zealand. That's totally Peter Jackson. It's got this unique sense of humor. It's really gross, and it's really 
got a voice all its own. So I understand why it's such an important cult movie because it feels fresh at the time when it when it came out. I think it feels fresh even kind of looking at it now because you just don't see stuff like this. Most things that you see that are horrifically gory like this are also horrifically disturbing, and that's not the case here. It's it's very like light and kind of it just having fun with the the splatter effects and such. So I think the closest um, you get to this is like something like Rick and Morty. Like yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it usually good... animated with its gore. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. But yeah, so I, I do find this highly enjoyable. I realize that this is, more so than most cases, not a film for everyone. Um, I Most people I know <laughs> probably aren't going to like get a whole lot of out of bad taste. Or even like watch more than five minutes of bad taste. But um, it's appropriately named. I give, One thing we didn't talk about was the way that the name kind of works on multiple levels in this movie. It's not only as the movie kind of full of things that are in bad taste but it's also about like gross food and fast food and like uh-huh. it's got all these other yeah it's kind got of cannibalistic about... human eating elements yeah 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 so i don't know start to finish it's it's not a perfect movie but it is a lot of fun um if if from if you haven't seen it already and from our description of it if you think you would get a kick out of this movie you will <laughs> if you don't think it's for you then you're probably right right um yeah and uh I don't know. I I think I I can't get, you know, I'm not going to give this an A+. Plus. It's definitely got its flaws, but I sure get a kick out of it even to this day. So I think I'm going to go with a B on this one. I I really do enjoy bad taste. Um <laughs> I'll just leave it at that cuz that's a great statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. How'd you like it? Um <laughs> Well done. Um <clears throat> or rare in this case. Uh when it comes to positive things, I think actually Eric puts it best. Uh, I think the way he describes it is, is perfect. I am definitely not of the group that uh, would have willingly watched this. But hey, I, I did. I am one of the three of us who can always option out of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I clearly didn't. And I definitely wanted to. But I fucking did this this thing. I'm not much one of macho uh, anything. But I did it, so whatever. Um, <laughs> I I am not of that group that enjoys this. I, I but that's not to say that there isn't things to enjoy in this. Like there is actually a pretty good comedy about the whole thing. Like um, again, piggybacking off an er- off of Eric, like the way that this approaches gore in a certain comedic level is truly effective. Like. Like, it, uh, this is stuff that you do see in now, like, more adult animated uh, material. And, like I said, Rick and Morty earlier is the perfect fucking example. And I enjoy that shit. Uh, I think just seeing it physically um, was hard for me. Partly because of what it represents. But uh, the other part is, like, this is actual, like, fucking, like, animal products uh, and meat. And, like, that bothered me, and I, like I said earlier, like, the concept of, like, I know that this is a prop that's getting reused for days, and just, like, there's just so much that adds to it, and that's intentional. Um, like, there is a charm for a specific audience, and, like, this is perfect for them. And I even really enjoy the concept of, like, hey, humans are not a delicacy, but perfect for an intergalactic fast food meat is kind of <laughs> comically insulting, but also like, no, nah. <laughs> that makes <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> that tracks. Your ass is a Big Mac. That's what it is. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone. But my God, is it cheap to manufacture? Um, and I think uh, I wouldn't. You know what? I would say that like if Peter Jackson wanted to, you know, get. I, I'm not saying that he has an existential situation anymore at this point, but I'm fucking positive he did after the disasters that have been afflicted upon him uh from the film industry uh within the past decade um i would wouldn't be surprised if uh they wanted to do uh a remake of this or maybe a continuation or something down the line to try to introduce this back i think go for it why not like i think yeah maybe comical gore to extent i think works uh, we're getting a new Evil Dead movie that's been recently mm-hmm. announced since um, the airing of this uh, or the recording of this uh, podcast. Uh, so there is an element there. And like, I think those things can make it easier for people like myself uh, who 
do want to tiptoe into these type of genres. Like, that's... I can't really do the Evil Dead movie too much, but I love Evil Dead too. I love Army of Darkness, and I've watched Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Um, like, and this is up there with that. Um, I think if you are a type of person who doesn't do good with certain visual gore, this movie is... Uh, an inch. No, I was gonna say this movie is a, is a higher level of tipping your toes into that. Like you mm -hmm. can do it because of the comedic aspects of it. Um, it is definitely around that range of like I would say Ash versus Evil Dead and the first Evil Dead. But the Evil mm -hmm. first Evil Dead isn't very isn't really too comedic. But the Ash versus Evil Dead series definitely is. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I gauge that for any of those listeners who are like this but i doubt there's too many on that listen to this podcast there are me um <laughs> i did it i'm done uh but again like not all of the cheap aspects are charming to me as much like i just like now this was that actually kind of made it painful for most of the time um but there were some highlights and my reviews are already long enough as it is and uh for me i didn't really enjoy it as much it's 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 a it's a c minus for my personal experience but this could this is something that is a cult classic and something at least should be considered i'll give it that Wow, that's actually higher than I thought you were gonna go. <laughs> I know, I'm to trying honest. to be that's, fair. No, no, I and I, I that's, <laughs> like, that's no, that I, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I I think even with the title of bad taste, this aptly named it, 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 <laughs> like, it aptly made in, yeah. in, intended in every single scene to be as mm -hmm. gross and and in poor taste. I think as we'll talk about in the future, he continues this, this month, trend. this uh, entire yeah, month. He'll yeah. continue it. Um, but yeah, and I, I think you know, just to, to repeat it a third time. Yeah, this isn't for everybody, and you have to know what you're getting into here. And if this is the kind of film that you like, this is kind of like one of the one of the better ones, if not one of the best, um, because it's it's intentional. Its goal is to gross out the audience, and they do it. You know, it's it's meant to be in bad taste in every scene, and it is. Without being It's a offensive. bunch of 20-year-olds trying to gross you out. Yeah, it's a bunch of 20-year-olds <laughs> so, trying to gross you out, but without getting, like, really offensive, you know. Um, it's not edgy. It's just gory and just yeah. gross. Yeah. Uh, and mission accomplished. You know, they, they set out to do this, and they did it for $25,000, and it was made in 1987. <laughs> and it's 2022, and we're still talking about how it's effectively gross. And as I mentioned before, like the the H.G. Lewis movies were considered really, really gross. You watch those now, and it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of blood, you know, yeah. or or a, clearly a mannequin, you know. Um, it's that's not effective, but this has some lasting power. It, it nailed just that right level of low budget special effects to make it uncomfortable in certain scenes. And but if you if you lean a slightly different way, it's that level of special effects where it's it's effective but funny, and. So it pulls things off from from quite a few uh, different different levels technically that I think are really good. Pacing, yeah, it's got some pacing issues. It it is a fast movie, like uh, fast paced, but it there's parts of it that just yeah, there's stuff going on, but I don't care. Like you talked about Ryan, the some of the the plot pushing things just take you out of it a bit, uh, mm -hmm. which maybe you yeah. need. I don't know. Maybe that's just the breath that you need after the gore. Uh, but there's still some really it was nasty for me. <laughs> but there's some nasty stuff in those scenes too. So yeah. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. I this is a fun one to always come back to. Um, it, disgusting, nauseating, and charming. I'm actually going to give it a B minus. Uh, so there you have our discussion and review of Bad Taste, uh, which of course you can check this one out on Tubi for free. Uh, maybe should have mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, whoops. Uh, but please check this one out, and after viewing it, what do you think? Is there anything we left out, or are there other points you would like to bring up about bad taste or Peter Jackson's career? Uh, which just we'll be talking more in about the back soon. Hole of your head. Yeah, just stick it. it back there. Or you could email us at videojunkyourpodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a tweet at videojunkpod, or find us on Facebook or Instagram on our main Video Junkyard Podcast pages. If you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you. 
And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, we would appreciate you give us a visit over at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Podcast, and consider giving a very small donation uh, to help us make more of these podcasts that you like so much. Um, We know you do. So, Uh uh, (laughs) uh, the... uh, yeah, we want to thank our current patrons, uh, Scott Stewart and Tony Rodriguez, for being part of the Video Junkyard family. And whether you donate or not, we're uh, happy to have you here and hope you will uh, join us again coming up on the show. We're going to have uh, another dose of uh, Peter Jackson, early Peter Jackson uh, irreverency, and then we're going to watch Meet the Feebles, which uh, is, is another site that has to be seen to be believed, I think, if my memory serves. Uh, Never seen also it. Gonna... Yet. I was the one who suggested it. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I haven't goes. seen it in a long time, and I'm looking forward to, to revisiting that one. Uh, we're also going to um, come stateside for another kind of uh, outrageous uh, filmmaker in one of uh, his uh, more controversial films, the John Waters film *Female Trouble*. Uh, starring Divine coming up uh, on the podcast as well. And uh, then we're going to take in, uh, the week after that, an audience pick. We're going to check out Cemetery Man, which is one that's been on my my kind of wall of shame for years at this point, and I've never seen it. So Tony, our, one of our patrons, uh, recommended that one, and we're going to check that out. So, um, yeah, hope you come back and join us for those. And we want to thank you once again for listening to the Video Junk Air podcast and hope that you did enjoy it and you'll share it around. And... Join us again next time. Until then, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Miracle Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel saying, now that I've finally seen this movie, I know that I'm not a Derek, because Derek's don't run away. <laughs> but I definitely got a chunky bet. <clears throat> have a good night. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but... I'm having an old friend for You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash videojunkyardpodcast on Twitter at videojunkpod and on Instagram as videojunkyardpodcast all one word. Want to thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.